This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. It's that part of the program. Topics worthy of discussion. Our panel has assembled. And uh, we've got a lot of, wait for it, topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. Joining us in studio, Alyssa Freeman, public relations strategist and PR and pop culture media expert. Hello, Alyssa. Oh, I'm very well, John, and always happy to be here. <laughs> Who's asking? <laughs> You're asking. I'm setting, I'm setting it up. Okay, you were anticipating, I would ask, as a polite person would do, but that precludes me from being anyway. John Capobianco, Senior VP, Senior Partner and National Practice Lead for Public Affairs in Fleischman Hilliard's Toronto office. All kinds of years in various levels of government as well at a grassroots level. How's John? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking, John. I okay. appreciate that question. I did. You didn't jump the gun. Uh, I'm sorry. Alyssa. All right, John. That was one. <laughs> Alessa? Were you south last week or is your face very red for another reason? <laughs> hey, Kim Wright's here. Look at this. Kim Wright, the VP at Hill and Knowlton and a staunch new Democrat. How's Kim? Delightful. Thank you, John, for asking. Well, I did ask. And, and uh, how are you this lovely day? Who cares? <laughs> uh, I soldier on regardless. As I say, nil desperandum. That's the watchword of this program. Uh, you know, it's funny because we were talking in hour one and I wanted to get your take on this now that I have you here uh, because I had a lot of calls and the response was almost a consensus of opinion. It has to do with the Toronto police officers in the entertainment district on Sunday night into Monday morning, uh, where now there have been postings on YouTube and Instagram (laughs) where it shows them, uh, looks like misbehaving or breaking protocol. Uh, They're doing unpolice-like things, consorting with three women, young women, and uh, putting the cuffs on them in a playful fashion, taking them into the prowl car, uh, transporting them to another nightclub. On face of it, it just doesn't seem like it's uh, the right approach to take. As a matter of fact, yesterday on this program, David Perry, uh, who's a Global News Radio crime and security expert, uh, he said this brings up a lot of questions regarding the officer's behavior. Give a listen. Were they actually booked out at that particular bar? And if so, were they there appropriately? Uh, Were they there for a legitimate reason? And if so, uh, what in their wildest minds was going on when they thought it would be appropriate to handcuff these women, allow themselves to be videoed, and then to transport them to another bar? Toronto Police are not a taxi service. So what could possibly have been going through their minds? (laughs) I could find no plausible explanation. Then I'm reading The Sun this morning in the piece that's covering this, and there's actually a paragraph that says, Policing peers close to the officers say, While protocols were clearly not followed... They maintained the two were playfully trying to do a spontaneous form of lighthearted policing in an environment where out-of-the-box thinking is sometimes needed. I went, wow, uh, that's a great one. If if that's part of the transformative policing that Saunders has in mind, uh, then God bless him, <laughs> you you really had me fooled, John Capobianco. Do you think there's some merit to what this, these officers, these peers are suggesting? First off, I admire the fact that they came to the defense of their colleagues and their peers, and I would expect nothing less with uh, with the police force or with any other organization when they want to protect uh, their own. Um, I, when I first saw this and read this, I actually thought it was a charity event where they you know, <laughs> where people are paying to sort of be locked up, and you know, and you have to kind of call in to get money to sort of let them out of the out of the prison or, or whatever. But uh, no, but all seriousness, this is a, it's a problem, it's a concern, and I think that uh, it does affect the police force's image on this, and I think that. 
that they should know better than, than you know, whether or not they're being playful or not, but to be videotaped in a bar and handcuffing women, uh, uh, women, young women at a bar and then transporting them in the car, uh, you know, if one wasn't bad enough, the, the, com- the combination of the two and then going to another bar makes it even worse. So I think there's a problem here and that... Uh, okay, so you're not buying some... the excuse. It's not plausible. Alyssa, how about you? This is crazy. I mean, it's one thing to actually do those actions, but I think as everybody agrees, it's the whole videotaping of it and knowing that they were being videotaped and mugging for the camera. So so could anybody be that irresponsible and stupid? It almost lends credence to the fact that, wow, they're way out of the box. This is... They're doing creative policing on the fly. Well, those are great key messages. So kudos whoever thought about those and to handed them out really quickly to their spokespeople. But I just didn't understand it. I watched that video and I think, is this really happening? Are these guys watching too many of those cops videos that are, you know, the reality TV that it's on right now? And this was their 15 minutes of fame. I really don't understand the motivation. Kim, do you have any idea what was going on? Is it possible any even just the slightest hint that maybe these peers going to bat for them are right in the entertainment district. We're just pedestrians. We don't understand the dynamic there. And maybe they want to de-escalate or take a situation fraught with, you know, danger or difficulty and calm things down. Yeah, I'm not sure if they were auditioning for a Drake video or something <laughs> else. Um, the the fact that they should have understood the silliness and the stupidity of doing this, uh, knowing full well, first of all, shouldn't have done it in the first place. Second of all, there are a bajillion cameras around the entertainment district all running things all the time. Well, there were cameras right in their face. They knew Absolutely. They, were... they, they knew. They were clearly aware. Mm. Uh, so there is uh, no end of ways that this could have gone exactly as it did. Uh, and, you know, kudos again to the people who created the lovely spinner on it. And look, we're professionals about public relations. We can figure out ways to. Uh, you can it. Uh, Helen Knowlton. <laughs> so what would you say in defense? I mean, here you go. You've got to be the spin mistress here for the next 30 seconds. <laughs> You know, again, auditioning for Drake video, that's what I would go with. I, I would actually say the, the the story that they came up with is actually it's uh, plausible. Very it's very plausible. And uh-huh. the fact that there are, and, and quite frankly, the police force should look at outside-the-box ways of doing things. Because sometimes they get they get so smeared by being too serious and rigorous and, and uh, you know, and in people's faces. And there are times when they can do things that are a bit more at ease or at least make make you know, citizens feel a bit more at ease, but I'm not sure this outside-the-box thinking, which, quite frankly, I think they should be doing, is the right outside-the-box thinking. There is a difference between being jovial and handcuffing women in a bar and... uh, And Carrying weapons. Yeah. Carrying weapons at the same time. So there's all sorts of ways that this went really bad really fast, and uh, I suspect there's going to be a whole bunch of conversations with the officers about protocols in the future. Okay. No, there was something about the fact that someone said that there was no protocol specifically outlawing this kind of behavior. Well, maybe they're really ahead of the curve. (laughs) That's also probably where the don't use your curling iron in a bathtub came into effect. Sometimes There's no no warning label for that? Now there there are warning labels for these things. Well, that's true. Why would there be a law if there's no problem? 
But right. now there now, may be now a law. Be so, yeah, okay. Well, maybe Rule they're trying three. a new campaign. You know, we're really friendly, friendly like us. Well, that's like the we'll Toronto Police Force. You, bring you, to your next you know bar. what? Forget Uber. Call us. John, well, Rule 14.5 will be new, and it'll be please do not handcuff women at a bar, and please don't just transport them in a police a, station while unless, you're on duty. Unless it is for legitimate police business. Well, listen, uh, they would say this was. They were just trying to get the women out of a difficult situation. Maybe there were two groups of guys who were, you know, vying for their affection. I can't wait to hear how the follow-up is going to go because, you know, this creative policing thing or excuse. Well, look, if this was an Angela's, is Angela working tonight, which is the one of the codes you use if you're having a difficult situation and that's what they were doing, then I'd be all for this. But if this was a situation where... Uh, they were just being a bit ridiculous. It's it's a bit ridiculous. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So that's a Hill and Knowlton thing, eh? Is Angela working tonight? No, no. It's it's, no, it's, it's serious. It's, it's a, a serious oh. thing. So if you are being, if you think you're being harassed at a bar or right. you think that or, somebody's put something in your drink or you've noticed something, you say, is Angela working tonight? And that's like code for the people behind the bar that I'm in trouble or oh, I think somebody's in trouble. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. why didn't we get that memo? Yeah. This is a Hill and Knowlton thing well, that only went out to the distaff set? I'm not sure we're supposed to know that. I think it's supposed to be oh. sort of a code that, that is... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yes, you are supposed to know. Yeah. <laughs> Read my name code. It's Angela. Yes, I'm here. I'm working. You can't name your kid yeah. Angela anymore. You what can't you name are? them Alexa anymore. You know, and the yeah. bartender can't be Alexa. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Uh, there are other topics worthy of discussion, and I underscore worthy of discussion. Here with our panel, Alyssa Freeman, John Capobianco, Kim Wright, on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.